Good morning, Lansing. It's Saturday, and the pet experts are in the building. This is the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show on more compelling talk radio, 1320 WILS. Welcome, pet keepers, to this week's MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. I'm your host, Lee Cohen, here with my co-host, Dr. Will Schultz. And Dr. Schultz, I'm sorry to say, Rick Pruce is not with us this morning. Unfortunately, there was an event going on. It was uh, an event where they were focusing on a situation with an active shooter, which is pretty serious. And they were speaking on it, but the person who was supposed to speak couldn't make it due to the weather. And so Rick has stepped into that situation. So it's not like there's something going on. No, oh, no. Oh, They're oh. just speaking about how to deal with a situation okay. like that, which allowed me to, of course, do what I usually do, which is to make light. And I said the only animal that comes to my mind in a situation like that is a duck. <laughs> so my thought was he had an escaped octopus at the store or something. You know, I mean, that, that's active. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a great thing, actually, that they're doing because, again, with all that went on at Michigan State last year, yeah. there's been a great learning curve that a lot of us have gone through. So... Rick, we wish you were here, but you're doing a good thing. We'll see you next week on the show. But here's the good news, Doc, for this week. We've got the rodeo here in town. And and, and Lee and I totally feel naked in this room. Now, we are clothed, but we are the only two people in the room without a Stetson on right now. <laughs> well, we have, we have, And I got mine at home, but I look like such a dork in a cowboy hat, so I left mine home. <laughs> well, that is true, but at the end of the day, uh, we're going to have great fun talking with it because this is the MSU Rodeo Club, and one of the coolest things about the MSU Rodeo Club is unlike any rodeo club I think in the country, they are adults at the kitty table because they have their own rodeo that they run. They take responsibility for it. It is a professional rodeo event. Yeah. And frankly, it's one of the okay. best conducted events that's out there. And it's done by college students. And that's a good lesson for all of us who've gotten our degrees and think, yeah. oh, we're, we're <coughs> something. Oh, yeah. Nonsense. No. The, the group this coming up serious. behind us, they know what the yeah. heck they're doing. And this is a 54th Spartan Stampede. 54 years of this. You guys don't even look 54, so I want to tell you, you look great today. Well, no, but uh, someone who <laughs> well, <oops. laughs> well, someone who might meet that, though, yeah. who's with us today and has been with us several times in the past, is the advisor to the club, Dr. Brian Nielsen. And Brian, it's great to have you with us. Thank you for joining. Gentlemen, I really appreciate being here. You know, Rodeo Weekend is such a fun time for all of us, and uh, just being able to spread the word a little bit about it uh, does my heart. Well, let's start with you because for people who may not have heard any of our previous interviews, how did you get involved with the rodeo? I mean, did you just fall off a horse and hit your head and say, okay, I'm going to do this? Or, so so I yes, mean, I have done that. That wasn't how I got started in rodeo. Uh, I actually got started in rodeo in college and uh, I, I started school as a chemistry major. You can say it with me, nerd. Um, but I had discovered horses shortly before then and 
they had a rodeo team at the uh, college that I went to, University of Wisconsin River Falls, and I decided, well, that looks like fun. Um, but that was when I was young and stupid. Is I'm this, no longer is this young. When you know, and you stupid. can't get hurt no matter how many times you fall off that age. Well, yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. And I also believe my mom didn't love me because she, uh, when I started riding bucking horses, she just said, "Be careful." <laughs> that's not good advice. So that's what you started. Uh, do you know on. what we're really doing there? So, so, so as you started, you were what year in college? Ah, uh, I, I got on my first bucking horses uh, as a freshman. And why? Because I'm a guy, and guys usually are stupid. That's why I like to hang out with these ladies that are a lot smarter than me, and they're the ones who actually run the club because it actually takes intelligence, and, and they have it. <laughs> well, look at the good news. He could have been cow tipping, so I well, mean. Well, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's not to say he wasn't. <laughs> Wisconsin, I know, um, yeah, the, the, it flows in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of those cows out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those late-night cow tipping things. We won't say whether they really happened or not. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So with that beginning in rodeo, what captivated you about it? And and if you can help me to understand, what captivates the audience? Because it just seems like there are a lot of people who are oblivious to what rodeo is, and then you find the passionate few. And the passionate few, it it becomes almost a lifetime ongoing endeavor that is is a feature of of their year, every year. Talk a little bit about what causes that. Yeah, there's a couple of factors. I I would say probably the first thing that attracts people to rodeo are are people that love animals. You love horses, you love cattle, things like that. Uh, A lot of our club members have no previous experience in rodeo. Some of them have never ridden a horse before. Uh, but one of the things they do is they love this idea of getting involved with with animals and spending time with them. So there's that aspect. And then there's the excitement. Uh, you know, you go to one of these rodeo performances, and it's a couple of hours of just pure speed and adrenaline, and it, it's pretty easy to get hooked. Well, I can see that, although, it, frankly, I still wonder what gets into some people's heads because as a betting man, I got to say, my money is usually going to be on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, along that line, there's, I, I should give you a little bit of a background on how you become a bull rider. You, okay. you start out, and they, they give you a, you know, a container of marbles, and every time you get on a bull and come off, you just get rid of one of those marbles, and when you've lost all your marbles, you're a bull rider. You got it. So I'm out, I'm out west in Colorado one year, and the Wrangler in the uh, it was a uh, you know it was a camp, and we had horses, and we were riding in the mountains, and there was this little tiny guy, which is really good by the way if you're a bull rider, because the, the the smaller your body mass, the longer you stay on, and um, but he was walking crooked, and his jaw was crooked, and I go. You used to do and, oh and he had one everybody in the room's got a big belt buckle by the way because you can't do this without the belt buckle and he had this big old belt buckle on I go you won that didn't you he goes oh yeah 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 I won that and he was probably in his mid sixties and I said so what have you broken and 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 I have been uh, I have been through a whole bunch of injuries in my life but I couldn't hold a candle to this guy but it was ribs back neck uh, leg this that and the jaw yes absolutely he broke his jaw but he was a bull rider and so to me it's like um, do you really want to do this I mean, do, 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 have you ridden bulls I have not I got out of rodeo I had gotten a bull so rope. all the marbles are still there I still have all my marbles that's good yes yeah okay. I got a bull rope and then I got out of rodeo actually riding before I ever put it to you and I actually donated it to the MSU Rodeo Club a a few years back. Yeah, but it is truly a demonstration of courage 
And I, and I have to be the first to say, if there's anything that this world needs to see lots of displays of in awesome. this day and age, yeah. it's people with courage. And it's so cool to see it because I think most people, they imagine themselves in that situation. Okay, what would I do? They see themselves in the dirt. They see themselves <laughs> basically saying, I don't know if I could do this. And yet you bring in... These young people, mostly young ladies, I'll be fair really? to say, over the last few years. And I got to say, uh, the, the courage that they must have to do this, because again, as I said in the intro, this is a really big event and, and they just take it ah, oh, yeah, yeah. big deal. Well, isn't that courage and crazy both start with C? As we were talking about the marbles, I, I was just a little, a little miffed there. I thought, yeah, it takes a little bit to do that. Well, well you know, along this courage thing, I want to just throw out another little thing regarding it. There's all types of courage. And um, at our performances, we always have the national anthem song. Yeah. And the way we decide who gets to sing the national anthem is at one of our meetings. We just say, okay, if you want to try and do it, you need to sing it right now in front of the club. And I am so impressed by these young people. We had really? two of them this year that are like, all righty, here we go. And they instantly broke into it, and they both did great. And oh so there's God. all kinds of courage that goes along with this okay, whole, whole, cool. whole aspect of it. And yeah. I would rather get on a bucking horse than sing the national anthem in front of them. Well, 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 public speaking isn't for everybody. <laughs> so, no. Public singing. Public Holy singing, that's my downfall. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's no question that there are lots of kinds of courage, but again, I'm just, I'm so impressed with the job that these folks do, and uh, frankly, Brian, I'm, I, I just want to thank you for the role you've played with helping them, keeping uh, this rodeo going, and as you've done in past, you done it again we have three awesome. members of the rodeo club and we're going to begin talking with them right after the break right here on 1320 wils hey get some ideas for a show questions maybe suggestions just email us mmpets at 1320 wils.com or message us on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash mmpets the studios at a nice farm upstate. It's the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show with Rick Cruz and Lee Cohen. We're back here with the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show. And, Doc, we have with us here at the table in the studio a first-time guest. She is the president of the MSU Rodeo Club, and I'm even going to get her name right. It's Alana Hayfley, and she is the president. It's a first. It is. Well, at least in the last few weeks, it sure seems like it. But uh, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. I really appreciate it. You guys having us out so besides president which you get voted in by the club correct? yes okay yeah so you're you started this insanity when 
Oh, yes. So I started getting into horses when I was about in fourth grade. So I was about 10 years old. Um, I kind of started doing like pleasure shows and ranch horse things. And then my friend at a ranch horse show one time, he was like, you got to try barrel racing. And I was like, that looks so dumb. Why would I do that? Come on. Like, why would you run around three barrels right now? And he's like, come on, just try it. Just try it. So I tried it and I got hooked and then I got a barrel horse. And it's just been history ever since then and been competing in IBRA, which is International Barrel Racing Association. Um, stuff through the rodeo club, lots of jackpots and 4-H, all that fun stuff. So it's kind of evolved yeah. over the years for sure. So barrel racing, tell us. Yeah. For people so, that don't know barrel racing. So, yeah, by the way, this weekend, <laughs> as we're talking, the show is on. That's right. And it's on today and tomorrow. And there are entry fees and it's posted online and it's on their Facebook at Michigan State yeah. um, uh, Stampede. Uh, and if you want to do that, come on down because there's time today to go to the show still. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yep. so tell us about it, what uh, are these like whiskey barrels, beer barrels, and did it start as that? Yeah, they're just plas- either plastic or metal barrels. Um, most of the time, it's like the oil kind of barrels that you would put. Like um, a 55 out there. gallon. Yeah. Drum. Like, yeah. Okay. So um, we have those set up in a cloverleaf pattern. There's three of them, and the cowgirls barrel racing is when the cowgirls in the rodeo world, or um, we have jackpots and stuff like that as well. Um, the cowgirls will go run around those barrels um, in a cloverleaf pattern and you can either go to the left or right barrel first. Um, the goal is to turn as tight as you can and run as fast as you can and the fastest time wins without knocking a barrel down. So, yeah. And uh, it depends on the association. Some associations will add five seconds. If you knock a barrel down, some will uh, disqualify you. So it just depends on where you're running. But the goal is to be fast, quick, and tight in the turns. And yeah. That's how you win. That's awesome. You can tell yeah. the energy too. So the horses, you, you a barrel racing horse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say I've got a. Do I want a, a Arab for this? Do I want a, do I want a standard bred? What what are they? There are a lot of different breeds of horses that run barrels. I've seen it all. Um, really? Yeah, there are a lot of successful horses are more of your quarter horse type um, more of your like stocky ranch type horses are most of the time pretty go pretty well around those barrels just because they can dig deep into the ground Mm -hmm. they can sit down and turn and they're really quick on their feet and you want zero to 30 fast exactly you don't care about going around a two mile track right (laughs) yeah so but there are a lot of quick um, breeds that you wouldn't really expect to be in the arena and a lot of different crosses that come about too so you can't you definitely can't count anybody out when it comes to barrel racing there it's definitely a competitive sport that anyone can get their hand in yeah so you're you're sitting on the horse in the starting gate going yeah your horse no i still still have to think it's kind of like when you're doing uh work with dogs and all of a sudden you see that you see that border collie well that's not fair (laughs) that that, you know that's just not. yeah i mean it's it's just you you look at that and you're like i don't know how i'm gonna pull this off but uh in terms of how you've practiced, do you have your own horse? Yeah, so I actually brought my, I'm from around the Kalamazoo area, so okay. I'm, about, I'm a couple hours away, um, but I've been fortunate enough to be able to bring my horse up to school with me, so I do have him um, right next uh, to in campus. In your dorm room? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> that would be really cool, but it's about a 20-minute drive from <laughs> okay. campus. Um, so I actually, the place I have him at has an indoor arena, so I can ride all through the winter, which is very oh, wow. amazing. I'm lucky to be able to have that. Um, but yeah, so I can ride throughout the winter. We practice in the indoor, um, keep him conditioned all winter, especially for uh, 
February for the barrel race here. And is that an everyday responsibility? Because I've got to imagine that with all of just the the care for the animal, the there's there's a lot of time that gets invested in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, the place that I have my horse at, they have a system where they will do like cleaning stalls and feeding and stuff. So I, when I'm in class, I don't have to go out there every single day. Um, there are places that you can go to that you can do that. And um, a lot of the times those are more cheaper, um, but it just depends on what you want. There's so many options to be able to bring your horse to school with you. But I try to go out like three times a week to be able to ride to see him. I'm just so busy with class that I can't quite make it out every day, but I do try to go exercise him when I can. So what's your major in school? I'm animal science. Oh, figures. Okay, yeah. yeah. Pre-vet, so hopefully. Right. Oh, good. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thank Great. you. Yeah. Well, when it comes to this week, I've got to imagine that there's a peak of activity that you're going through. Describe for people kind of what it's like as Rodeo Weekend approaches. How does your life change? What goes on? Yeah, so a lot of our club members still have class all throughout the week. So we're going to class. We're producing this rodeo. We're planning jackpot. We're doing all the things. We're setting up the pavilion. So it's a lot of hard work, especially the weeks leading up to it. There, You have to dedicate a lot of extra time, staying up late, getting up early to do your homework, to be able to do rodeo stuff during the day. Mm. Um, the club members put in so much hard work. I am so proud of everyone, especially That's this awesome. year. Um, getting everything that we need to done, talking to the right people, just working together as a team. I think that's like the, one of the most amazing things about our club, especially this year, is that we work so well together. Everyone pulls their own weight. Um, everyone does their jobs and helps other people when they need help with their jobs as well. So it really, we all come together very well during this week um, and just work together as a team and it's been amazing and it's been very smooth this year and that's your happy president telling you club members good job yeah Yeah. i'm very proud of everyone yeah well it's it's amazing too because i can already tell i've known you for a grand total of about 20 minutes (laughs) and bottom line is your leadership qualities absolutely shine through your confidence absolutely shine through and and to me that's amazing because I know for me, when I was your age, even a little bit younger, I was speaking in front of a lot of people. And is it any wonder that I can talk into a microphone every week for 15 years and everyone says, how do you do it? And I'm like, uh, "You, when they say go, you talk. And that's just how it works. So it, those are great things that are in it. But let's talk about people who aren't members who might consider it. What's in it for them? Why should they consider joining the rodeo club and being a part of what you crazy girls have been doing uh, in the in the future going forward? Because it sounds to me like a lot of work and time. Yeah, for sure. Well, it is a lot of work and time. Um, it is a big commitment, especially if you are in a leadership position within the club. But it is so worth it. We have made lifelong friendships. Like Olivia, who you're going to talk to next. I, I remember our freshman year, we sat next to each other in the first rodeo meeting first week of school and we met each other and we have been best friends ever since then so you just meet some of your lifelong best friends through this club and it is amazing the amount of community outreach things that we do we go visit nursing homes we go read to kids we um, go help with therapeutic riding centers like we just do so much as a club and it's amazing and it's not just about producing spartan stampede it's about everything else that we do throughout the year as well so if people are wanting to join the club you definitely should you can find 
find us on Facebook, Instagram, go to our website. Um, we have meetings every other week on campus at oh. Anthony Hall. Um, so if anyone is wanting to join, we are open arms all year long. It doesn't matter what time of the year. So, so what I read too is somehow to, to join, you have to supply a video. Did you, it's on your website. Oh. It said you have to submit. Did you, Dr. Brian, you know anything about that? Or is that old? <laughs> I'm not that might be so. old. It, it said if you want to apply for the club, <laughs> you got to send it a video. I go like, oh, hey, oh. what? Yeah, well, it's, on, it's, on, it's we'll, on the internet. Well, we'll, we'll so you could just show up. <laughs> yeah, I yep, like, definitely I like show that up. A lot <laughs> show up to our meeting. We'll yeah. meet you. Come introduce yourself. <laughs> but I, but I think it's great that you are working with these different organizations because I know this past week there was just a, a lot of money raised for Chum the therapeutic uh, writing organization that's wow. in this area. And for people who don't realize it, that riding a horse, uh, they were using it for helping people with MS. Sure. And balance. It, it gives you balance. Too. Well, and, 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 and focus on what you're doing. But those are things that, again, the public is not necessarily up to speed on. And you guys yeah. have obviously figured out the important things they're doing and you're helping them with it. So uh, I think that's great. Well, Elena, we will continue the conversation uh, in a minute. As you mentioned, we're going to talk with Olivia Smith, who is the vice president of the club. And I know it's supposed to be Alana. I'm, I'm just an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Don't. I, I, I think I do it to keep everyone on their toes so, or some reason like that. But we're going to talk with Olivia right here on 1320 WILS. If you're out of the listening area, you can hear the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show live online. Go to 1320WILS.com and click on the Listen Live link. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at all the life. There were plants and birds and rocks and things. There were sand and hills and rain. The first thing I met was a fly with a buzz and It's the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show with Rick Cruz and Lee Cohen. It's 9.35 and we're back here with the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show. And we've been talking this morning all about the MSU Stampede Rodeo, which is taking place this weekend at the MSU Pavilion. And for any of you who haven't been yet, you've got shows coming up at 2 o'clock today. You've got shows tonight. you got shows tomorrow. So lots of shows for all of you to be able to go see. But now we're going to talk with the vice president of the MSU Rodeo. Club. We've got Olivia Smith who's with us. Olivia, welcome to the studio. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Olivia, I'll ask you the same question. Everyone gets the same opening <laughs> question, which is, how in the heck did you get involved with rodeo and what were you thinking? Yeah, so um, back when I was younger, I was about six years old. Wait, wait a minute. Back when you were younger? <laughs> by the way, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive her, Doc. Forgive her. She knows not what she says. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I digress. Sorry. Um, so my, I come from a big family. So I am okay. the oldest of six kids. Uh, we, I come from eight. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nice. And my sister, my, the queen, was the oldest in my family. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my family took a vacation to a horse ranch. Oh, and that kind of started it all for 
me. So, um, you know, seeing a horse for the first time and being exposed to that, I was like, yep, this is it for me. This is my passion. And so from there, it kind of just spiraled. Um, I did a lot of showing in high school, and that kind of like explored me into um, the barrel racing world, which got me into rodeo. So, um, yeah, it's been a great journey, and mm-hmm. there's more to it. So, yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. So you started at uh, freshman, you bo- well, as we were just talking to both of you, freshman in college, right? Yep, yeah. With and you, the- is that why you came to state? Um, not necessarily. Um, I came to Michigan State just for animals in general. You know, oh. I'm an animal science major. Oh, yeah, so yeah, it's the best school around for it. So yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And do you have your own horse? I do. I actually have three horses at home. Okay. So yeah. yeah. And when you say home, how far away? I live in Howell, Michigan. So oh, it's about cool. 45 minutes away. Oh, I'm from cool. Brighton. So oh, there you well, go. welcome neighbor. Yeah. And are, I, are you bringing your horses? Your horses? To my horses. Yep. Yep. Right it's at the pavilion right now. Oh, okay. So. Fantastic. So I'm assuming that you've kind of been practicing this for a long time. (laughs) And when you started competing, tell me what it's like. What what goes on in your head? What goes on in your stomach? Are there a lot of butterflies in (laughs) Um, there? Yeah, definitely. You know, you get a lot of an adrenaline rush when you get um, ready to go into barrel races or anything like that. Um, It's just, it's hard to explain. It's a great feeling for me because it's just, you know, so much dedication and hard work going into something. Um, and it should be really, really proud of yourself for and, doing and that, that. So rush is totally addicting, isn't it? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, so I, I've, I've done stuff like that. I used to play in a band and you get, you get in front of a couple thousand people and it's it's serious. And yeah. you know, the whole crowd's watching you. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's the biggest and thing. So when you're sitting there and you're getting ready and, and you, it's a starting gate, right? Yes. And, and when they go... Can you feel your horse ramping up? Absolutely, yeah. So because the horses know it too. Don't yeah, they? they they feed off of energy. So yeah. you know, the more tense you are, the more nervous you are, they can definitely sense that. Yeah. So that's what makes horses so special. Yeah. yeah, that that's definitely so. Now let me ask this because when you're doing this, I am thinking of what is the impact on five brothers and sisters who are <laughs> behind me. And I'm asking the question, how many of them have gotten into 4-H? How many of them are following your interest in horses? Because I've got to imagine that if I have a sibling doing something like that and having pretty good success at it, I'm probably interested. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my sister, she's actually a freshman in college. And the nice thing about the MSU Rodeo Club is you don't have to be a Michigan state student to join you can be um in any university or college around the area so she actually goes to lcc um and she's a part of the club as well so she's kind of following my steps with that um and then my brothers they're more into like the dirt bike stuff and football but but, they can definitely ride they've ridden with me a couple of times and then um i have a younger sister she actually just turned 10 and she's obsessed just like i was so yeah yeah it's an addiction for sure well i'm gonna give you the first assignment that i've given to anyone so far in in these sets of questions because one of the things we have to do is we've got to convince people that if they aren't already planning at two o'clock or at eight o'clock or tomorrow uh, if they were not planning on being here at two o'clock why should they why should these folks sitting at home decide 
I'm going to go to the rodeo, even though they may never have been to one. Maybe they've seen it on TV a little bit, but they don't understand it. You're the vice president. (laughs) Your job is to sell it because bottom line is if you decide to be the president in the future, (laughs) you're going to have to convince the other people how to do it. So talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, a big thing with rodeo, um, it's not very well known in the state of Michigan, as you guys may know. Um, It's more known in different areas of the country. Southwest. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, you know, this is a big part of you know, Michigan State and the state of Michigan representing rodeo. And I think the biggest thing for me um, in the rodeo world is a sense of community. Rodeo brings people together. And I think, um, you know, people should come to the rodeo and kind of see that this is all student run. We're just a big community putting this on. Um, It's a very well-known rodeo. We actually were nominated um, for top five indoor rodeo of the year for last year's rodeo for um, the International Professional Rodeo Association. Professional, not collegiate, professional. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's huge. That's what I'm saying. They are not playing with kids. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so much effort and so much time goes into this. Yeah. And, you know, you form that community and we would love to share our community with others. Yeah. So. Now, what are the events that, that people oh, yeah. might have a special interest in seeing? Because when I think of rodeo, I think of the bronc, the bronc <laughs> bucking. and uh, I, I always think, think of, of the bull guys getting stomped <laughs> and just yeah. all splattered out there. But yeah. what, are the, what are the other kinds of events that they're going to see? You've mentioned barrel racing is, is one of them. And what other things are there that you're going to see if you go? Yeah, we, we have all kinds of events, which is great. Um, barrel racing, like you said, a big one that people love to see is the bull riding. Bull riding is always, you know, crowd loves it. <laughs> um, we also have bronc riding. So bronc riding is with um, horses. So same thing, kind of like bulls, but um, horses. And they do bareback and saddle. So you get to see both of those. Um, we also have lots of roping events as well. So we do um, steer wrestling and we do team roping, tie down roping, um, and breakaway roping, which okay, is awesome. So I have never figured out. So I'm I'm on the steer when they, the the guy that gets the back feet first. Mm-hmm. How on earth <laughs> do you, have you have you ladies done that? No, no, no. I have not. No, well, Dr. Brian, have you done roping? <laughs> no, that takes talent. <laughs> a lot of skill. Yes. Well, well, I can think of a one-word answer, which is practice. Yeah. Because I, I will say there was a famous radio personality, Don Imus, whose oh, son, whose son Wyatt, grew up on essentially cattle ranches and became a roping champion, and he's one of the yeah. best in the country, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And they used to talk yeah. about it every day. On the on the radio show, and basically the message I got was really good trainers and a heck of a lot of time that gets spent yes. with it seems to be the right answer. Yes, there's a lot of commitment to yeah. rodeo in general. Yeah. So okay, yeah. so we have roping, we have riding. We yes, have, what else? Uh, roping, riding. Um, yeah, it's it's a great That's it's a great much. rodeo. Yeah. yeah. So how long would would the typical show last? An hour? An yeah, hour and yeah. Yeah. So um, for our performances, um, like you guys said, we have one at two p.m. and one at eight p.m. today. Right. Um, so doors are going to open ninety minutes prior to each performance. Oh, so so each, so each one how, mm-hmm. in their last couple hours each. You said. Yep. About about a couple hours for each performance. And each one of those is going to include what? Um, every single event. So oh, really? yeah, it's kind of kind of a repeat awesome. of every event. Um, we do. Have 
have some fun things, like little extra things that are happening at each event. Um, I know we have um, Zeke, the Wonder Dog, is coming, which we're super yeah. excited about. Oh, yeah. um, we also have the Impulse Dance team coming as well. Okay. And then the Rodeo Queen crowning is on Sunday. And I'm actually running for Rodeo Queen. Congratulations. So, thank you. Thank you. I'm Absolutely. very excited. Yeah, it's been a great journey. So Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's you'll be the Rodeo Queen next year if you win. Uh, yes. That's yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're the face of yeah. um, the Rodeo Club in Michigan State. Yeah. So it's a big responsibility. So now each one of these couple hour events, are you gaining points to be an overall winner for the yes. weekend? Yes. Yep. So yeah, points are kind of racked up. Um, we're with the International Professional Rodeo Association, like I said. Um, so it kind of goes through that and people come from all over the country to compete at our rodeo and rack those points up. So So do you have mostly collegiate people coming in or are these professional? These rodeos? are professional. Yeah. Totally. All professional. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not messing around. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. So and you're and do they have professional barrel racing too? Yes. That, really? Yes. Yep. Yeah, actually, yeah. So Alana, she um, rode yesterday, Friday, uh-huh. for her bill racing in the actual performance. So. How'd she do? She did good. We missed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah we missed it. Sorry. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Olivia, thank you so much for coming in and sharing the information. Good luck to you in the Queen elections. And uh, frankly, we really wow. appreciate uh, your your time today. And we look forward to maybe speaking with you again. Awesome. Thank uh, you so much. In the future. Oh, I didn't even ask. What year are you guys in school? Um, I'm a junior. Okay. Yep. So she's got one more. Okay. So yeah. good. All okay. right. Well, we're going to take a, one more break. And when we come back, we've got Allie McMillan who's here. And she is the secretary. And we're going to find out. So this is the one who takes the notes. Every so night. we're going <laughs> to. And she hasn't <laughs> taken any yet. So, so we're going we'll to find out what's really going on right here on 1320 WILS. Two legs, good. Four legs, better. Any more or less than that? It's a party. It's the Mid Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show on 1320 WILS. I am the little red rooster. We're back here with the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show, and we've been talking this morning all about the MSU Stampede Rodeo that's been taking place this weekend at the MSU Pavilion. And for any of you who didn't make it to last night's show, great news for you. If you're available at 2 o'clock, if you're available at 8 o'clock, if you're available tomorrow at 2 o'clock, you're going to be able to see the show. All you got to do is make it over to the pavilion. The parking is free. And uh, just pay your money for the show, and you're going to see one of the best rodeos that you can possibly see in this area. In the country. Yeah, and it's run by the students of Michigan State, which makes all of us who are alumni feel very, very proud of of an effort like that. So, uh, Doc, we have with us our final guest for today. She is the secretary of the MSU Rodeo Club. It's Allie McMillan. Uh, Allie, welcome to the studio. Yeah, We're glad to have so you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Well, we figured that if we really want to find out what's going on, talk to the one who takes the notes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so bottom line is, how long have you been a part of the Rodeo Club? And tell us, what's the experience been like for you? Um, it's been so so fantastic I've been a part of the club since I was a sophomore Um, my freshman year uh, was all online because that was during our COVID year so unfortunately I was not part of the club during that time but um, when I actually got to MSU um, that's when I joined the club Um, it's really just meant so much to me because you get to hang out with like-minded people and really find your place in the world which is really important for people our age and um, you know you, you really just 
find people who you like to hang out with. And with this club, you get to be part of something that's bigger than yourself. And it really means a lot to be able to put on an award-winning an award-winning rodeo um, that people look forward to coming to every year. And your history on horses, tell us. Okay, yeah. So my mom actually uh, grew up riding horses, so it's always been around. I actually grew up riding gated horses, so I did a lot of trail riding, did not show horses um, as a kid. Um, And then when I was in, like, middle school, I wanted to do the equestrian team, and so my mom's like, all right, uh, I guess you're just going to use the horse you have. Then I started to get a little bit more competitive, and that's when we got the horse that I currently have, uh, my little quarter horse that I barrel race on. So, yeah, it's kind of been going ever since, and I've been going to rodeos and jackpots, and I showed in MIHA, which is Michigan Interscholastic Horsemanship Association, all through high school. And so, yeah, it's been a really fun experience. And you said yesterday, Friday, which is we, this is Saturday morning, that there was a uh, one of the barrel races was collecting money for. Yes. Uh, c- tell us about it. Yes, actually, that was on Thursday. Um, yeah, we every year we um, choose a different charity and we host a jackpot barrel race where the proceeds um, will go to them to help them out. And this year it is or it was um, Braveheart Estates Operation um, Injured Soldiers. And they work to help um, veterans, um, like, do things with their family and give them little vacations and go to different places, camping trips, concerts, anything, really. That's so, great. Yeah. Congratulations for that. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Thank you. So, oh, I didn't even ask. Of the three ladies here, um, who's the best barrel racer? Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, oh we just... <laughs> I, I think Alana probably has the most experience. And actually, Alana's the only person I've ever gone to a show with. Uh, really? We went a couple weeks ago yeah. to a show. Yeah, so. good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of neat. So in your times, Troublemaker. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I, had to get, I had to get it started. So uh, uh, the difference, I'm thinking about uh, like racing and dogs and some of the fly ball stuff. What's the difference between a good time and a bad time? Is it less than a second? Um, A lot of times it'll be like 0.1 seconds between first and second place. Like it'll just, just, sometimes it's a hundredth of a second. Like, you know, it it gets really, really close. Um, You you rarely see a tie (laughs) because it's just really like, you know, you could just be a little bit off and between first and second place. Wow, that's great. So, so what year in school you say? I'm a senior. Senior. Yes. So, and yeah. you've been on That's really good. So tell us also about the stock for the rodeos. Like all the, so you all brought your own horses. Yep. But some of the bronc ride, Broncos don't. They're, they're not bringing their own horse for that because I don't think you can. And But what about bull riders? How, how are they brought? Yeah, them? so we have um, a stock contractor that brings in all the stock. So that's the bulls, the broncs, the calves for like steer wrestling, team roping, stuff like that. They are in charge of all of that stuff. And we, our stock contractor is Twisted P Rodeo Company. Um, they're fantastic. Where are they from? Um, McBain. I'm, oh, Millington. Millington, well, Millington. Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so somebody in Michigan's got that much rodeo stock. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really fantastic. We've been using them for years. Um, they bring all that stuff. And the really cool thing about it is uh, for us, we get to see the behind the scenes of everything, yeah. which as a competitor, you don't always, like before I was in this club, I didn't get to see that side of things where like he brings in all the stock and when they're not out in the arena, they're just hanging out in the back in their pens, chilling and, you know, just playing playing and so the bulls 
they, they put this little strap on the bull that really, excuse me, pisses them off. And so that's what gets it going. But when they're in the back, are they, like when I was in veterinary school, there were a couple of bulls I didn't want to go in the pen near that bull. Well, I, I probably wouldn't go in the pen uh, because these are animals and... You know, so that was probably smart. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I, I was one of my sparkling yeah. personality, notwithstanding. <laughs> but, no, I got roughed up a little bit in school, so I, I, I've been there and done that. Yeah, they yeah. just—they're uh, just normal animals, and they're very well taken care of. They're you know well fed. They're happy. They know their job when they get out in the arena, and um, you know they're bred to do this. And if they don't love to do it and they don't love to perform, they won't be successful. Right. Um, and actually, they're uh, having a the bull is part of the point system. So, like when if when the bull rider goes, fifty points are on him and fifty are on the bull. So if you oh, get a bull that's not that you you want to rank you're bull. Lose points. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if they're not if they don't love it, they're not going to be super successful yeah. and well sought after. So. Yeah. So I've always watched it once the either the cowboy's off the horse or off the bull. The horse goes, hey, I'm done. Yeah. Just, Most of the time, that's how it goes. And yeah. they go, I've done my job, and, and, and let's let's move on. Yeah. So when they bring the stock, when you have your shows twice a day, are there enough that they they change for each show? Yes. Um, there's a there's a draw. So each cowboy that comes, he'll randomly draw um, what whatever he's riding, like which no, horse he's going to no ride. No cowboys, no girls bull ride? No, not in um, professional rodeo. But they do in other rodeos? You no. will see that happen on occasion, uh, different places. Generally, they're much um, smarter than we. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's the bucket, there's the bucket of marbles yeah. right there, y'all. They know better. You really don't see it that often, um, especially around here, but you do see it. And um, uh, guys can't barrel race and professional rodeo either so that's a women's event right. too but barrel so racing young guys barrel race so um like yeah that. and in different like um organizations they can right. like nbha um things like that Yeah, because i have a friend that did that well yeah well ellie let's talk about one yeah. of the big issues that actually i'm sure you guys have dealt with over time uh i know the circus when they used to come to msu always dealt with it which is the people who say wait a minute this is not nice to the animals we need to take care of them and frankly it seems to me and i admit i don't know but my my gut instinct is you guys care more about the welfare of animals than everybody else that's out there because the success or failure of what you're doing depends right. on the health and the, the mental acuity of the animals that you're working with. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I remember probably 30 years ago, the circus was being protested still is and, and, and i just don't understand that in the case of the rodeo because again you love yeah. these animals the, yeah. most people oh hi nice animal but you <laughs> care for them yeah. every day yeah we definitely um have had to face some issues with people not really understanding what we do and you know there's going to be people in every industry that don't do things correctly and we take that stuff very seriously um, we want to make sure every animal that shows up at our rodeo, whether it's with the stock contractor who does a fantastic job or people that bring their own horses, um, if you're abusing your animal, you're not going to be welcome here. Um, and so, you know, we kind of try to, you know, just take it as it comes and, and stick up for these animals in that case. And we, we do our best and try to set the standard. And, and I have one, I, one, one second. We have three black hats 
in the room and one white. Now, when I used to watch westerns as kids, the, the white hats were always the sheriff, and I think the black hat was the bad guy. Help me. What's, how do you decide what hat you're going to wear what day? Come on, quick. It's um, I don't know. I uh, I just bought this hat like when I was in high school. I don't know. It's, it's the well, one they had. Well, well, with that dilemma re- resolved, I'm sorry to say that we are out of time for this week's show. But we want to thank our guests who have been with us from the MSU Rodeo Club, along with their advisor. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for, for being here. It was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did as well. Come on out to the rodeo. Absolutely, at the MSU Pavilion. So, But in the meantime, on behalf of our producers, Scott Holliday and my co-host in the studio, Dr. Schultz, this is Lee Cohen, wishing all of you a great weekend, a great weekend. We'll talk next weekend on the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. Meantime, please, please take good care of your pets. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy the rodeo.